The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed winter session of racing in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Plenty of stakes action is in store this season, led by the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity on Saturday with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Derby, plus the King Glorious on closing day Sunday, December 17th. And horse players, our live money on-track handicapping contest is back on Saturday. You could win a berth to the 2024 NHC in Las Vegas. For contest format and more, visit LosAlamitos.com. And remember that on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, now with $10,000 added to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover. Don't miss the Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning.
All righty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday. It is, yes, finally Friday, your 15th day of December 2023, your date 12152023. Ten days to Christmas, nine more shopping days. And about three days left to the National Finals Rodeo here in Las Vegas, where things are happening. This is Cowboy Town, USA. The big finals will be happening over the weekend. We also have uh, a closing uh, in uh, thoroughbred racing of Los Alamitos. And uh, Aqueduct will be closing, taking a, a holiday uh, next week. And certainly uh, the end of Woodbine in the great north Canada. So we got a lot of stuff that's rounding up this weekend, so to speak. And uh, for everybody here, we welcome you to the Race Day Show for this Friday, coming to you live and direct from the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino here in fabulous Las Vegas. Of course, here in Las Vegas, we also come through the studios of KSHP 1400 AM, your sports talk radio station, AM station here, and 107.1 FM. And, of course, all the streaming stuff we got going on, our, our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas, .world, .global. Oh, man. And the southpointtv.com, uh, southpointstudio.tv. And, of course, on YouTube. That's where we want everybody to go. Go to YouTube and uh, go to the South Point uh, site on YouTube. You'll see the shows. You can punch them up, and you can not only watch but hear them on YouTube. When you get to that page, subscribe. It is free of charge. It's a great thing to do. Subscribe to the uh, South Point uh, YouTube site there. And, of course, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, you got a ton of uh, podcasting going on, etc. just all over the place. However you get our streaming, we welcome you to the show for today on this Friday. All right, we're going to wrap up the week. Uh, first of all, we're going to do a little uh, do a little bit extra on this show uh, now. We're going to uh, give you what uh, what the handicappers uh, did the day before. Now, yesterday our handicappers gave us selections. Uh, Jerry Jackowitz was the only one that hit. Jerry Jackowitz in the fourth race at Aqueduct yesterday had icy reply that replied well for us and came home and won under Mr. Ribeiro Jr. paying eight dollars and fifty cents for the two dollar win mutual. He also, with his link-ups, hit the dollar tri- uh, exacta that paid $9.70 and the 50-cent trifecta that paid $12.10. And if you're a sports player and you see those odds, uh, you know, for exacta, uh, for the example on the uh, trifecta, it would be a 24-to-1 hit if you were uh, talking about uh, the equations between uh, horse racing and sports. Always a good thing to equate once in a while, that's for sure. And as far as anything else at Aqueduct yesterday, well, the pick six paid $23,738.50. And at Gulfstream yesterday, your pick six paid $702.70. Not much going on there at Gulfstream, that's for sure. And, of course, uh, at Woodbine yesterday, uh, let's see, well, not much going on there at Woodbine either, really. It was kind of a medicinal day of, of racing across the country, certainly with the racetracks that we cover. And what about, please tell me, what about the Las Vegas Raiders? Where the heck did this game come from last night? The town was really hopping last night uh, with the Raiders and their huge, big 63-21 to victory over the L.A. Chargers. So that, uh, that got our town really rocking and rolling, and we're going to continue to rock and roll, that's for sure. All righty, on today's show, we have uh, Jonathan Hardoon with us. Uh, we also have... Uh, 
Bob Mazursky for Los Alamitos because Los Alamitos goes into the last three days of their meet. So we'll have Bob Mazursky checking in with us for Los Al. Of course, we'll have your Woodbine pick, uh, Ernie Perry's clocker pick for Woodbine. Rich Ang will be along. Uh, he has uh, selections for Los Al today. Uh, John Lendo and, of course, Jerry Jackowitz. Uh, so we got a lot to cover on the show. But before we do, one quick note. I have one um, news item for you. Report came out yesterday in the California Horse Racing Board meeting in California. It says a number of horses in California euthanized due to muscular skeletal injuries was up over 2022 since July 1st. Now, the number of euthanized as a result of this, these injuries sustained in California and official training centers uh, has risen during the current physical gear beginning July 1 compared to this corresponding year of uh, 2022. So they're keeping track of what's going on with there, and we'll wait and see the ramifications of that, that's for sure. But we all want the health of the horses to be first and foremost, and the health and safety of the jockeys and the horses as well. So we'll keep that in mind. All right, uh, you know what? I think we'll go right to our first break. That's what we're going to do. And when we come back, uh, we'll uh, give you your racing menu, and then we'll uh, start off with all of our handicappers and their views and, and picks as well. So don't go away on this Friday Race Day Las Vegas radio program. Don't forget, go to YouTube, South Point Studios, and hit subscribe. We will be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed winter session of racing in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Plenty of stakes action is in store this season, led by the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity on Saturday with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Derby, plus the King Glorious on closing day Sunday, December 17th. And horse players, our live money on-track handicapping contest is back on Saturday. You could win a berth to the 2024 NHC in Las Vegas. For contest format and more, visit LosAlamitos.com. 
And remember that on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, now with $10,000 added to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover. Don't miss Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet. Back on race day, Las Vegas uh, for this Friday and uh, taking a look at the weather. It's uh, still cold out here, around 38 to 40 degrees here in the morning. And then we're going to get up to the high 50s, low 60s. But uh, no rain or precipitation is uh, scheduled or at least foreseen uh, here in the Las Vegas area. In case you're wondering, come on up maybe for the weekend to uh, celebrate and watch uh, the national finals rodeo. You know, that ticket is harder than the uh, Super Bowl to get here in town. But. Here at South Point, the big screen TVs, all the lounges, everything you can it's a viewing party here. So it's just like you sitting right in the front row there. It's a viewing party here at the South Point. They really do a great job. They have a lot of uh, uh, national finals rodeo uh, side events here as well. And uh, this is really the happening place, man. The uh, Cowboys love to come here at the South Point, that's for sure. And the arena uh, that's here, the uh, horse arena back here, has had some events as well. So... If you want a little flavor of it, uh, come on out to the South Point. That's the weather here in Las Vegas. As far as across the country, along the Pacific Coast, it's clear. So we're going to have great racing in Southern California. Gulf Coast, for the most part, is clear. And on the East Coast, for the most part, it's clear. So it looks like there's going to be uh, pretty good weather around the country for racing today. And, of course, we're really concentrating uh, the weather conditions there at Remington Park because the big springboard mile is tonight. Uh, and it uh, holds 10 uh, leaderboard points for the Kentucky Derby of next year. It's a big race for two-year-olds down at Remington. We'll get to that in the menu in just a moment. L.A. is going to be 78 degrees. you got uh, Miami at 75 and New York City at 57. And Chicago will be 53. Give you a little fla- flavor of uh, the weather across the country, which is just about the way it should be at this time of the year. So let's go to the racing menu for today. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every racing day reflect that of the Pacific time zone because that's where we're at. And that's where they, they'll be playing right here behind us during this Pacific time zone here in the uh, South Point race book. We are in the Pacific time zone. So if you're listening anywhere else on all of those multitudes of platforms that we have, video, audio, and everything in between, and you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything. Like I miss mom and dad, okay? Pacific time zone, first post time. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today. We begin with Gulfstream Park. Now, Gulfstream Park has their Rainbow Pick 6 jackpot carryover. Getting up there, $147,098 in the Pick 6 jackpot carryover Gulfstream today. Their first post time for 10 races is set at 910, at 9:10 at Gulfstream today. Laurel Park is next. Now, Laurel Park has nine races from Maryland, mostly full fields there at Laurel. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $2,101. First post time at Laurel Park today is at 925 for their nine race card. Then we have Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay has a super high five carryover of $1,618 there today. That at Tampa Bay. And uh, their first post time. For nine races, is set at 9.30, 9.30, first post at Tampa Bay, and they got uh, pretty much full fields there as well. 
All right, next comes Aqueduct, the big A in New York. And let's see. Weather should be just fine there at Aqueduct. How about 51 degrees by the time they kick off uh, the first race, first race post time. 51 degrees and sunny there at Aqueduct. And, of course, the track is labeled fast. You have eight races today at the Big A and a first post time of 9.50, 9.50 at Aqueduct. Woodbine, north of the border, their Super Hive jackpot carryover, $113,053. Now, remember, Woodbine closes on Sunday so if it uh, doesn't get hit before then, there'll be a mandatory carryover, a big one, on Sunday. No matter what, there'll be mandatory carryovers on Sunday, closing day at Woodbine. But for today, the Super High Five jackpot carryover, $113,053. Their pick six jackpot carryover is $5,120. Their first post time for their eight races today at Woodbine is 10.05. Then we get to Oak Lawn Park, Hot Springs, Arkansas. At Oak Lawn, they have 10 races and a first post time of 10.30. 10.30 at Oak Lawn Park today. Fairgrounds, Nolens. Fairgrounds has eight races, and their first post time is 10.45. 10.45 at Fairgrounds today. But they're uh, racing down there in Bayou Country. And then, of course, we got Los Alamitos Thoroughbreds. Now, Los Alamitos Thoroughbreds going into their final three days of the meet, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday's closing day at Los Al. First post time today at Los Alamitos is at 12.30. The feature race today is the Bayacoa Stakes. $100,000 grade three event at a mile and 16th for Phillies and Mares three-year-olds and up with a field of seven going in that. Number seven, Desert Dawn is the six to five favorite with Hector Barrios aboard. The uh, Bayacoa, by the way, is named after the two-time Breeders' Cup Distaff winner. She did it in 1989 and 1990. The Bayacoa is the eighth and final race on today's card at Los Al. First post time, 12.30 there. Turfway Park has a super high five carryover of $6,185. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $11,300. And Turfway Park has nine races with a first post time of $255. $255 at Turfway with full fields. Penn National is next. Penn National has seven races. And Penn Nat's uh, first post time is at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. at uh, Penn National today. Then we get to Remington Park. Big night at Remington Park tonight, and they have an early post time, too. Their post time today is a special one. It's at 3 o'clock this afternoon, 3 o'clock at Remington. Ten races, and the last six races of the ten are all stakes races. They'll start in the fifth race with the $50,000 You See It stakes for three-year-olds, Phillies at a mile. Then you'll have the Jim Thorpe stakes. That'll be the sixth at a mile for three-year-olds open. The $75,000 trapeze stakes will be the seventh on the card for two-year-old fillies at a mile. The she's all-in stakes will be uh, the eighth, and that's for fillies and mares, uh, three-year-olds and up at a mile and 70 yards. The Jeffrey Hawk Memorial is the ninth race at a mile and 70 yards for three-year-olds and up. And the big race, the $300,000 springboard mile at a mile for two-year-olds is the tenth and final race. Ten Kentucky Derby points, leaderboard points up for grabs on this one. Then you'll have a five for third, three for fourth. Uh, I should say five for second, three for third, two for fourth, and one for fifth. So there's a derby points on the line here in the springboard mile. Nine go to the post in this one. Your five to two favorite is Otto the Conqueror with Tyler Gaffleone aboard. Flavian Pratt is there, uh, and uh, so is... Uh, John Bridgemahan and uh, Luis Saez. It's a big race tonight at Remington. Their first post time, 3 o'clock at Remington Park tonight. Then we have Delta Downs. They have nine races. Their first post time is 3.05.
Charlestown has eight races. We wrap up our menu with the Charlestown races. Charlestown has eight races in the first post time of 4 p.m. And that is your racing menu for today. But the uh, the big one, of course, is at uh, Remington Park. Now we go to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm ready. I'm ready to go, buddy. I, you know, we've got uh, a lot of uh, a lot of great racing going on at Remington Park tonight. Man, Rem Rem Remington. You didn't give it the old Rem Rem. No, Remington I didn't. Call. I didn't Rem 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 Remington tonight. Uh, but uh, that's uh, that's it. And I think the weather is going to be fine there. Uh, before we get started with uh, talking about anything else, of course, the you know the Springboard Mile is going to produce some Kentucky Derby leaderboard points. I know it's early. But um, uh, this is a, it looks like a pretty competitive race. Well, they have a full field of nine, so that's certainly good. You have horses stretching out to a mile for the first time. You know, some of them are bred, and you have uh, an undefeated horse in the number five horse, Glenn Gary, who I actually like in this spot. Uh, this horse is listed at seven to two. Louis Saez is going to be there to ride, so that's certainly a positive. Uh, the favorite is coming off of a big race, and, uh, you know, he may repeat it, he may not. But I'd rather bet the five, Glenn Gary here, 7-2. I think it's a fair price, and that is my selection in the springboard mile. All right, so the springboard mile gets Luis Saez into the winner's circle as far as you're concerned with uh, Glenn Gary. 7-2 to on the morning line, Jonathan. And uh, in this race, Otto the Conqueror is the 5-2 to favorite. What about him? Well, he ran a big figure last time out, Ralph. I'm going to play this horse to bounce off of that and react. You know, if he repeats, he still doesn't have to beat the five. I just think the five's a better horse. He's had three starts, and he's been impressive in all three of them. You know, and he's bred to stretch out. He's stretching out to a mile for the first time. The trainer's done a terrific job. He's spaced his races. He's given him about a month between starts. Now he has a little more time, and uh, this is going to be – you know, a, a big uh, question mark for him, but he's going to answer it, and uh, I think he's going to r- run big here. All righty, and, uh, of course, that'll be the last race, the 10th race on a 10-race card at Remington. Again, early post-time Pacific time is at 3 o'clock. All right, uh, coming up then, uh, we have the Big A, and then we have Gulfstream, and we have Los Alamitos, so uh, take your pick. Well, I'm going to stay at Remington for the first of our two radio plays and look at the ninth race. You got me to look at the 10th. I ended up looking at the ninth, and I really like the ninth race. This is the Jayhawk Memorial. It's also a stake race there. And the number eight horse in here, Chrome Baby, a four-year-old cult from the Donnie Von Himmel barn. This horse just keeps getting better with each and every start. He's won at Remington in the past. He's listed at 5-1 to one on the morning line. I think he gets a great trip in here. I love the number eight horse in here, Chrome Baby, ninth race out at Remington for Friday. All right. Well, now we've got a uh, uh, Jonathan Hardin late double. That's right. The ninth <laughs> race, the eight, and the tenth race, the springboard mile, the five, the eight-five double, the late double at Remington. All right. Where next? Let's go to Aqueduct. Look at their final race uh, on the card. They only have eight races. By the way, Sunday is their last day. They'll be closed for 10 days and reopen on the 28th, uh, the last couple of days of the year. And uh, But they'll be closed for 10 days after Sunday's card. Let's look at the eighth and final race here. And this is a terrific betting race. Wide open. You must demand value here. The favorites are no better than other horses. And I really like the number one horse in here, Fancy Feline. 
This is a five-year-old mare who's trained by trainer Rachel Sells, who does a terrific job in Finger Lakes. Finger Lakes closed, so she shipped her barn, uh, most of it, to Aqueduct. She's going to spend the winter here. This horse is listed at 10 to 1 on the morning line. Both of her wins have been at Aqueduct. Number one, Fancy Feline upsets and wins today's eighth and final out at Aqueduct. All right, the eighth and final race at Aqueduct today, the one horse, Fancy Final, uh, all a feline, I should say. Fancy Feline, the final of the day, the eighth race, but number one, Fancy Feline, 10 to 1 on the morning line. Oh, Jonathan, please, from your, your mouth to the gambling gods' ears, that's for sure. The one we'll in the eighth at Aqueduct. Um, and uh, yeah, at Los Alamitos, uh, you got the Bayacoa, the last race. Uh, you got a feeling for that race at all before I turn you loose? Well, uh, we got to turn the pages. Yeah, unfortunately, Desert Dawn, uh, Dawn really just looks like she towers over this field. Phil D'Amato, Hector Barrios back. Spent the last weekend in Gulfstream. He's back in Southern California to ride this horse today. I think she has the field over a barrel. Okay, that's not unfortunate. If we can get a singleton in the last race that does, yeah. ends the pick six and the uh, you know the late pick four and uh, the last pick three and the add last the double. Late pick five, add a late pick five to low sell. Why not? Add a late pick five. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll make that suggestion to them. <laughs> you you are, have some clout. You are sicko, you know that? Hey, thanks a lot, Jonathan. <laughs> we will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right. Now we're going to bring in a man who's a little bit more sane, I think, and that's Bob Mazursky. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Ralph. How are you today? Uh, yes. Well, you know, uh, horse players have to be a little demented anyhow. But in any case, uh, Los no Alamitos getting into their last three days, and you have a stakes race each day. Uh, today's the Bayacoa, uh, honoring, of course, uh, a two-time Breeders' Cup Distaff winner, Bayacoa, the eighth and final. Do you see it as Desert Dawn, uh, almost a gimme? Well, I mean, she is definitely the horse to beat. She was a close fifth in the Breeders' Cup distaff last time, got only beat a little bit more than a length, you know, and she's been a very consistent horse. She's only won twice in her career, but one of those wins was a stakes win, a graded stakes win, and she's placed in nine others graded stakes, so she's been very consistent in her career. She is the one to beat. I thought the other Phil DeMotto horse turned her loose, had a look. She won a, a dirt stakes as a, last year for Brad Cox, the Rachel Alexander at the fairgrounds. And then even Midnight Memories for Bob Baffert coming off the layoff. The fact that he's bringing her back in the stakes tells me he's got some confidence in her. And it would be interesting if she won because her damn Tiz Midnight won the first uh, Bayacoa run at Los Al back in 2014. Wow. That'll be a goodie, though. And I like the fact that uh, you guys are uh, putting the feature races uh, all three days as the last race of the day, right? Yeah, they've been doing that. We did it for tomorrow as well. The Futurity will be tomorrow the last. And then on Sunday, our last race will be the uh, uh, King Glorious. So, yeah, it's kind of something they do at night with the quarter horses. They run their stakes race a lot at, the la at night. So I think they've just been following in that trend here. Well, not only that, but when you have a daytime and nighttime card, that won't be tonight. But uh, when you do have a daytime and a nighttime card, it kind of is, is a great lead-in to the uh, nighttime card uh, that starts. Uh, the nighttime card usually starts, what, about half an hour, 45 minutes after the daytime wraps? Yeah, it depends. I mean, uh, you, with the card ending today, probably about 4.30. I mean, on tomorrow, the card will end at about 4.30. So mm -hmm. probably around 5.30 or 6, they'll start the nighttime races. Well, uh, we get into the last three days of the Los Alamitos meet, and I can tell you that... Uh, from all aspects and from all observations, at least in this corner, it looks like it's been a very fair racetrack. 
Well, it has been a fair racetrack, no doubt about it. You know, we've had some, uh, right now, Edwin Maldonado, who's the all-time leader here in wins, is leading the jockey standings. He has four wins for the first three days. And then Mark Glad is uh, four for ten. He tops the trainers right now. Juan Hernandez has three wins. He's three for six. So that means he's won with nine of his last 12 mounts at Los Al. And I think he could improve upon that percentage today, possibly. And, uh, you know, the the only thing is uh, this corner is not really fans of favorites, but we use them to get into the multiple uh, race bets as a singleton to move on to another one. But, boy, the favorites are hitting at uh, big, big uh, percentages. Yeah, they have been so far, but you know that can change quickly. You know, we've had some, we've had some prices mixed in. You know, we had a sixty dollar horse to start the meet. We had a, a twenty three to one shot win on opening day, a thirteen to one shot. So maybe we have a few more due uh, around the corner here in the last three days because we, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but we have a twelve race card on closing day Sunday. Yeah. So we'll be kicking off. An hour earlier on Sunday morning, we'll go at 11.30 instead of 12.30. I got to tell you, it's going to be one blockbuster closing day card there at uh, Los Al, that's for sure. And, of course, the Futurity is the uh, highlight of uh, that card, right? No, the Futurity is tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry. Sunday card will be The Sunday card will be the King Glorious, which is oh. the Calbred Stakes. That's the race that began at Hollywood Park, and it was the last race stakes race ever run at Hollywood Park, and it was won by, of course, California Chrome. Yeah. There was an offspring of California Chrome that won yesterday at Woodbine. Believe it or not. Well, I did not see that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot, uh, Bob. We appreciate it. Tell everybody where they can get your stuff if they want your handicapping. And before we do that, we're going to get a sampling right now. You're going to give me a horse. I'm going to go to the fifth race today. I don't normally like to take horses that have had as many chances as this one, but I thought King Zog ran very well over the track last week. He finished second behind a dropping winner, Magnificent Ride, who was coming out of much better races. I thought he ran well in defeat. Well clear of the rest of the field. He's off the rail for this. So I think if he runs back to that race, it'll be very hard to beat. King Zog in race five, number right. eight. Fifth race uh, in the uh, the final race in the only, the early pick five, the only pick five you have, and uh, the early pick four in the fifth race, the eight King Zog. Bob Mazursky's pick. Bob, tell them where they can get rest now. Yeah, I'm at todaysracingdigest.com every racing day with Southern California selections. Then I do a graded handicap for the Southern California News Group papers, which include the L.A. Daily News, Pasadena Star News, and Orange County Registers, among others. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Bob. We will talk to you tomorrow as we wind up the meet down there, Los Alamitos, this weekend. And we will, uh, again, talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. All right, Ralph. Thank you. Take care. All right. You got it. Now, don't forget, folks, coming up next, we're going to have the Woodbine Clocker Report. And Rich Eng is going to be with us. He's got a pick for Los Alamitos today. But I got to I got to ask him what the heck he thought of that big win by the Raiders last night. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted 
adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Yeah, 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 hold on. Alrighty, back on race day Las Vegas, and now we're going to go here in Las Vegas to uh, Mr. Rich Yang. Good morning, Richie. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, uh, Kimmy, your assessment of the Raiders game last night. Well, I was happy to give out a winner finally. Uh, I liked the Raiders last night, but... Uh, you know, teams are never as bad as they look when they lose, and the Raiders lost 3 nothing on Sunday. And they're never as good as they look when they win, when they went 63-21 like last night. But, uh, you know, this was more of a Chargers fee when you think about it. I mean, that team looked like it was unfocused. Uh, it, they mentally were not in the game. And uh, they looked like they were playing for a coach who knows he's probably going to lose his job at the end of the season, Brandon Staley. But that would talk about lopsided. Wow. One of the commentators on the broadcast last night on uh, Prime uh, Video uh, said that he thought that uh, they should should have fired the coach for the Chargers at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that comment. And, you know, here's a, here's a note for uh, horse players when you think you're going so bad you can't pick the winner with a walkover. Last night there was a panel of, you know, four professional analysts uh, for Prime Video uh, the four, two of them picked the Raiders, two of them picked the Chargers. So there, are, there are people who liked the Chargers last night, and you know, by halftime it's forty-two nothing. You really have egg on your face. Well, I will say, as you said before, and this is something you really got to take, especially this year during the NFL, where uh, it seems like anything goes in the NFL this year. The teams that win big are not as good as it looks. The teams that lose big are not as bad as it looks. Let's keep that in mind as we move forward. But it was nice for us here in Las Vegas to have a uh, feel-good feeling after that uh, terrible game on Sunday with a nice big win last night, that's for sure. We get into Los Alamitos, the last three days of Los Alamitos. By the way, Richie, we're just on the cusp of the multitude, the bevy of college bowl games that are starting. And we'll be tapping you on the shoulder on those days when we're on the air for some uh, college uh, football picks as well. But for today, we're going to concentrate on a horse at Los Alamitos. Let's go to the second race. It's a mile uh, claiming 20,000. 
Uh, I'm going to try a horse that's dropping in class, kind of a nibbler in the fact that uh, does not win a lot, but this is such an easy spot. If, if this horse runs a uh, an A race, maybe even a, a, a B race might be enough to win. That's number six, Derecho Dandy, Edwin Maldonado riding for Doug O'Neill. But uh, this horse ran a good race last time out when second at uh, Del Mar. Even though it was on the grass, I think the form will transfer over. If this horse equals that speed figure today, this horse wins. 25 win plays, two for the RY, number six, Derecho Dandy, race two, Ralph. Okay, I thought you said race seven, but it is uh, the second race, correct? The second race? Race two. Yeah, number six, Derecho Dandy. Okay. Uh, And that horse, uh, of course, uh, with uh, the leading rider right now, uh, which is uh, Edwin Maldonado. Glad to see him doing that. Second race at Los Al. Number six, Derecho Dandy. Don't forget, you can get the rest of uh, Richie's uh, selections uh, for Southern California racing each and every Southern California racing day right at uh, the Race Day Las Vegas website. Just go to racedaylasvegas.com and hit Richie's icon. You'll be all set. And, Richie, uh, well, we're getting into the just the part of the season here with the holidays and all that with plenty of football and racing action, so it's going to be nice, that's for sure. Yeah, and I heard you commenting about all the Cowboys in town. It's interesting, Ralph, there's about 18,000 seats over at the arena, but there's like 100,000 Cowboys, so you know not all of them can can go to the events, but they love coming to Vegas. They sure do, and we love having them, that's for sure. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All righty, now we're going to get uh, Ernie Perry's clocker report for Woodbine. Remember, Woodbine is going to close on Sunday, and on Sunday, of course, will be closing day. That'll be mandatory payoffs on all of the... Uh, the uh, pools there. Uh, Ernie goes to the last race today at, at uh, Woodbine. Now, Woodbine only has eight races today, uh, and, and their first post time, as we said, is at 10.05. So in the eighth race, Ernie Perry's clocker report for today at Woodbine is number 10, Smokin' Holiday, with Emma Jean Wilson aboard, the 10 horse in the eighth race. This, of course, a race, a maiden claiming race for three-year-olds and up at seven furlongs. He said Smokin' Holiday is for Paul Buttigieg, uh, worked on December 9th in 48.40 seconds. This gelding comes off a 30-day rest and gets Wilson for the last race of the day. He thinks it'll be a winning race, so in the t- eighth and final race at Woodbine, number 10, Smokin' Holiday is Ernie Perry's Clocker Report pick. All right, we're going to go to another break, and when we come back, we got uh, more handicappers, John and Jerry, yet to come, so don't go away on this Friday Race Day Las Vegas radio program. Remember on YouTube, South Point, studio on the YouTube site. Hit subscribe. We'll be back. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Race Course continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed winter session of racing in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Plenty of stakes action is in store this season, led by the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity on Saturday with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Derby, plus the King Glorious on closing day Sunday, December 17th. And horse players, our live money on track handicapping contest is back on Saturday. You could win a berth to the 2024 NHC in Las Vegas. For contest format and more, visit LosAlamitos.com. And remember that on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, now with $10,000 added to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover. Don't miss the Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back to close up this Friday Race Day Las Vegas radio program. Reminding you, we'll be here all weekend long as we uh, wrap up the National Finals Rodeo, Los Alamitos, Woodbine, and Aqueduct, at least uh, for uh, the uh, holiday, uh, that's for sure. Uh, but uh, before we get done here, I'm going to just follow this bouncing ball. Are you ready? Here's the schedule we're going to have for the next two weeks. Next week, we're on our regular schedule, Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday through Saturday, next week, no problem. Sunday, New Year's, uh, Christmas Eve, Sunday, Christmas Eve, Sunday, no show. Obviously, no show on Monday, Christmas Day, but we're going to come back with a special show on Tuesday, the 26th, for the opening of Santa Anita. Then we'll go from that Tuesday through the following Monday, January 1st, all every one of those days, seven days, right through Monday, January 1st, for the uh, race day shows and, of course, uh, big racing on January 1st as well. So, uh, And then, of course, we'll take uh, that Wednesday after January 1st, Wednesday the 3rd of January. We won't have a show. And then we'll come back on Thursday and go back to our regular schedule. All right, let's bring in uh, John Lindo. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine, my man. Uh, you know, uh, we've got Los Alamitos running today, and no doubt about it, the Bayaco, of course, a big race, uh, the last race of the card. But uh, they got some really good racing going on at Remington Park today, and the Springboard Mile, as I said earlier, uh, is going to produce some Kentucky Derby leaderboard points. It will. It's an interesting race. You know, it's a one-mile, two-turn race, but only two of the horses have, have one going two turns, so it makes it kind of a... Uh, you got to prove this to me kind of thing. I, I heard you talk with John Hardoon earlier. Uh, he mentioned Glenn Gary, who's an Iowa bred that, that beat open company at Keeneland. And uh, he's a nice horse, but he's only been as far as six furlongs. I, I do think he'll get two turns watching the way he travels. But the horse to beat is Otto the Conqueror. Uh, he comes out of a nice allowance win at Churchill Downs. And, and the horses he beat last time honor me. And there was a, a, a D. Wayne Lucas and a horse in the round third. Both of those two are nice horses. So he comes out of a live race going seven furlongs, and he's a big, long-striding horse. I don't think two turns is going to bother him at all. Uh, we'll find out what kind of track conditions we have tonight at Remington because I, they're supposed to have some weather. But Gaffalione flies in to, to ride out of the Conqueror, and uh, at 5 to 2 in the morning line, I, I make him the one to beat in the, in the uh, springboard mile. All right, and that, of course, is the last race on the card at uh, Remington Park. And uh, as I say, early post time for us at Remington, uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. For the first race, and of course, that springboard mile is the 10th and final. Now we get the Los Alamitos, and before we get started with the, the Bayacoa and a the pick there, uh, let's update the jockey and trainer standings. 
Well, there's a two-week meet, so the halfway through the meet and going into closing week, you've got Edwin Maldonado, the leading jockey. He's got four wins. Uh, Juan Hernandez, Humberto Rispoli, Kyle Frey, Diego Herrera, and Tiago Pereira all have three, so it's wide open going into the last three days of the meet. As far as the uh, trainers, Mark Glad had a good opening week. He won four. Uh, Peter Miller won three races on last Sunday, so he's in second with three. And only other, uh, two other people that uh, have as many as two wins, and that's Bob Baffert and Salvador Naranjo. So, again, everything wide open with such a short meet. I would have to say that Baffert and his two wins are probably quality wins, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, with the fraternity around the corner on, on Saturday, you got to think he's got, and, and he's got a couple in the stakes race today, the Bayacoa. Yeah. Uh, chances are he might uh, add to that total a little bit. All right, uh, a couple of jocks going to take a one-day uh, sit down on the bench because of a HISA violation? Right, yeah, the apprentice Jorge Torrealba and also uh, Tyler Bays. Both of those guys are sitting out today. They have a one-day HISA suspension for one of those one-strike-over-the-limit violations. Now, uh, John, uh, a gentleman who I think is a class act, a great human being, a great soul that was part of the, uh, the fabric of uh, Santa Anita, John Sher, passed away at 102 the other day. I failed to ask you about it a couple of days ago, and I don't want to really elaborate on it today. We'll do that next week when we have a little bit more time on the days when we don't have Southern California racing or New York. But uh, just a quick thought. He was an icon, you know, at Santa Anita every day out there. And just he was kind, good to people, treated everybody the same. And, uh, you know, he really was a guardian angel out there. You know, he, he saved a young girl from getting run over by a horse. Yeah. And at 4'11", to go and stand in front of that horse and protect that young lady, that takes an awful lot of guts. 4'11", at the time when, what, he was about 90, maybe 80, uh, late 80s? Yeah, he was, he was over 90 years yeah. old when he did that. Yeah, great Great, great human being, that's for sure. All right, uh, I understand that tomorrow you're not only going to do the Los Alamitos uh, on your sheet, Linda Report, that's available right behind me in the South Point Racebook, but you got a little bit of extra in there as well. Yeah, like we did last Saturday, we'll cover that late pick five sequence at Gulfstream Park. Uh, there's supposed to be some weather in town. There are a couple grass races in there. I'm going to handicap those coming off and going to Tapita. But, you know, again, at least you have an option there when they do have some rain at Gulfstream. Okay, now, you know, I waited to ask you about this, but those filthy favorites at uh, LoSal, <laughs> give, me the, give me the shakedown on the percentage. Uh, how about 54% oh, opening weekend? 54%. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But like Bob Mazursky told me, and he said on the show, there were strategic long shots uh, in dispersed along those that helped out with the pick four, pick five, uh, you know, payoffs anyhow. There were some short prices, but there were some, you know, long shots. I think, what, didn't the, didn't the season open with a 30-to-1 shot in the first race yeah. opening day? Yeah, $60 horse, <laughs> but I didn't have that either. <laughs> so anyhow. All right, uh, uh, thought on the Bayacoa and then a pick. Uh, I, I think, you know, Desert Dawn is going to be the obvious favorite coming out of a good race in the Breeders' Cup Distaff, but I think she's, what, two for 17 lifetime. Uh, she just doesn't win much, and she comes from off the pace, and so she's dependent on what happens in front of her. At a low price, I think she's vulnerable. I, I like Midnight Memories coming back for Baffert on the rail, a little bit more tactical speech. All of her two-turn races are good, and uh, she's run well fresh before. So for me, a little edge to uh, Midnight Memories. Just because I, I just don't trust Desert Dawn at a short price. 
All righty, and of course, uh, Midnight Memories gets uh, Juan Hernandez, who uh, knows how to negotiate that racetrack, that's for sure, in the Bayacoa. That's the last race, the eighth on the card for eight races today at Los Al. Like Bob uh, alluded to, uh, Sunday's going to be a big day of racing, and so is Saturday, right? Yeah, 12-race card Sunday with an early post, 11.30. Good card tomorrow, capped off by the Hollywood, or excuse me, the Los Alamitos fraternity. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they finish off this meet really well, and the field sizes are, are pretty good today. So not a bad day to take a shot. A horse for the course. Let's go to race number three. I like the outside horse, number eight, on the whim, coming off a nice maiden win on the grass at Santa Anita. Grass horses tend to handle this main track at Los Al better than the, the main track over at Santa Anita. And he's worked well in the dirt in the meantime. Outside post, stocking trip, 3-1 to one on the morning line, on the whim, right back to the winner's circle today, race three, Los Alamitos. All right, so we got third race. You got the eight on the whim, the eight in the third race at Los Alamitos, and uh, that is your selection. I want to remind everybody again that John Lindo's Lindo Report that covers all the Southern California racing and, of course, like extra stuff with Gulfstream and, uh, and other racetracks throughout the year. His lender report, the comprehensive report, is available here at the South Point, only at the South Point here in Las Vegas. It is free of charge, covers uh, handicapping and all the races on the lender report for that track that day, plus a suggested late pick for and all this goody information that he just told us about, uh, you know, jockey trainer standings, etc. Uh, so the lender report, comprehensive lender report for today, right now, Right behind me in the South Point race book, free of charge, exclusively for you, complimentary, and it's the only place in Las Vegas that you can get that Lindell report, that's for sure. Uh, John, I see uh, I see a horse pitcher behind you. What might that be? Oh, uh, that's a mare named Star of Quality who won uh, the desert, uh, oh, I guess, I can't remember, I Dream of Summer Stakes at Santa Anita. and. Uh-huh. I've got Amazombie up there, and uh, I think uh, another one uh, that might be a risky proposition on the other side. I can't remember. Okay, and that is, of course, from your few stakes wins for. That's uh, from your home office uh, here in Las Vegas, huh? Yes. Yes. All right. So yeah, you... there'll be a lot of wagering out here, so we can do that. Yes. And by the way, uh, I would imagine that here in Vegas, uh, you might uh, stop by and uh, do a little horse playing out at the uh, South Point a little bit later, huh? I will be by the race book today for sure. I'll be by sometime tomorrow as well. And you've got some bowl games going on and some other things. So, uh, and watching all the Cowboys in town, it looks like they're, they're having a ball. So I want to get out there and have some fun. John, let me ask you this. Um, I know that uh, your, you know, your main uh, residence is Southern California. And I think I have to ask this. So you had, you know, the Chargers were playing the Raiders last night. <laughs> And uh, But you were here in Las Vegas by the time the Raiders were done with their, uh, let's say, their unbelievable uh, game here at uh, Allegiant Stadium. But uh, being a, like a resident of both places, uh, what did you expect from this game last night? I, I expected the Chargers to kind of do what they did. Uh, you know, uh, Justin Hebert is a terrific quarterback, and uh, he takes a lot of heat because they've lost a lot of close games. Yeah. But I think they showed a, a little bit last night what happens when he's not around. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, it's a team that left San Diego that uh, Charger fans that down there are not happy about. So when they have a little adversity, we just enjoy it a little bit. Well, it was enjoyable last night, that's for sure. Thanks a lot, John. Oh, we we'll, see, a we'll see you here at the South Point <laughs> a little bit later on, buddy. All right. Good luck today. All right. Now let's go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. 
Good morning, Ralph. It's a happy day in Raiderland today. I know. I'm sure that you were wearing your Raiders uh, T-shirt last night, but even even the outcome of that race was hard for anybody to believe. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, did I but, say race? Uh, I meant game. You said race, but uh, you meant football game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I got racing on my mind, and especially yeah. today. Uh, we want to thank you for that winner yesterday at Aqueduct. You, you not only hit the uh, winner, but you had the exacta with the link-ups and the uh, trifecta as well. So uh, let's get started with some stuff today. Okay, let's go to the sixth today at Aqueduct. Uh, La Gervina, or Gervina, I'm not sure how you, how you pronounce it, is a three-year-old filly race twice, once in August and once in September. That in itself is not a great profile, but the two races are, are really superior races and if she can improve with a little bit of age for the very fine trainer Linda Rice, she would be a pretty easy winner. But when you see a two number horse late in the year, two number three year old late in the three year old season, you know there's something not exactly right with her that she couldn't get to the races and she hasn't kept going once she's gotten started. So this isn't a lay down. If she's under two to one, I probably would pass. But at two to one or higher, I'll take the three horse in race number six and play the three over the one four seven. Certainly doing reverse is one four seven over the three. All right, the three uh, La Gervina, the three in the uh, sixth race. Linkups are one four seven in reverse. Two dollar ROI on the three. And uh, by the way, uh, Linda Rice is uh, just one victory behind uh, Chad Brown right now in the uh, trainer standings there at Aqueduct. We'll go to uh, Los yeah. Alamitos now. Yeah, she's uh, she's really second to none. She's really good. And she's getting very all close right, to uh, she's getting very close to the uh, all-time uh, yearly record of wins there as well. I know that Jonathan is keeping track of that as right. well. Yeah. Well, you have to know she does it she does it with uh, more moderate stock. Yeah. Chad Brown's doing it with the creme de la creme. So yeah, so she's her. doing it with the horses that go to work with the lunch pail in their hand, that's for sure. You bet. All right, Los Alamitos. <laughs> Let's go to the seventh today at Los Alamitos. Um, I'm going down inside sort of to the three-horse Barbara. Uh, it's Gary Studi claim. You freshen it up after the claim and uh, puts her in it. Puts her in an appropriate spot at 16. Uh, there's a workout in, in November that was very fast. Sort of tells me that he found a way to get her to run fast. And uh, maybe he's given her a little time since that workout to recover and go forward again. I think she's sort of worth a little play at the number three horse in race number seven. Again, five to two or better sounds right here. I'll play the three over the six, seven, and eight. Do reverses, but the three, Barbara. That's our pop-out key and feature play at Los Alamitos. All right, Los Al, in the uh, seventh race, you like the three over six, seven, eight, and reverse. $2 ROI on the three in the seventh at Los Alamitos. I want to remind everybody, Jerry J's power pages for all of Los Al and all of Aqueduct are available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. And, uh, Jerry, when we get to next week, Aqueduct's going to take a little bit of a holiday break until the day after Christmas. And, of course, uh, Los Alamitos wraps up on Sunday as well. And uh, then the races in Southern California don't start until the day after Christmas with the opening of Santa Anita. What is ahead for the Power Pages? A little vacation there? Well, you call it a vacation. It's work. I've got uh, some programming to do and then uh, lots and lots of data to collect. So uh, I'll be catching up. That's a good time for me. And uh We'll be back uh, in, in the swing of it come uh, the opening at Santa Anita. 
All right, and we want to remind everybody again that uh, maybe you can stop by and uh, do the shows with us anyhow, talk a little bit about the Eclipse Awards and anything else that might be on your mind. How about that? You bet. Okay. Yes. Stop by. Yes, we are going to bet. We're going to make a bet today on all the plays on the show, that's for sure. And until tomorrow, Saturday, uh, one more thing to say, and Jerry's going to say it. Have a great race day, everybody.